If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I'm really excited to have my guest here, Connie Fife. We've been connected in different ways, and I'm just delighted to have you here today. So welcome to the show, Connie. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. I just know that this is going to be a powerful conversation. So for all of our listeners, grab your pen, your paper, and get ready to take some notes and spend this time, you know, on you and for you in your business. And let's make some shifts today. Before I tell you about Connie, though, I just want to thank you. We have listeners all over the world now. Thank you for showing up. We doubled our listenership recently. Thank you to all of you who keep coming out to play with us and keep coming. We appreciate you. So we have a sponsor today. I'm super excited. We've had some great sponsors this year. And I want to thank the Expressory. They've just been a great sponsor. Did you know the average business loses around 20% of its customers annually simply by failing to attend to customer relationships? That's a lot. In some industries, it's as high as 80%. Thanks to technology and our addiction to notifications and being busy, we spend less of our time creating quality relationships and more time just collecting followers. The Expressory aims to change the way we build business relationships. They help business owners create customer loyalty by designing and executing unique personal customer experiences. The Expressway would like to offer the Double Your Sales Now listeners the opportunity to simplify their relationship management efforts. You'll receive a 30-minute design session to review your current customer experience. During your time with them, you'll create an easy-to-execute engagement plan. And as a bonus, the Expressory will send 10 of those follow-ups out for you, mail them for you. It's $150 value. To schedule, simply email info at theexpressory.com to receive more information. Thanks again. We love and appreciate our sponsors. With that, let me tell you about Connie and why I'm excited to interview her. Connie Fife is an award-winning entrepreneur, transformational speaker, coach, and author, Activating the Power of Women. She's been featured in numerous publications online and live in studios across the globe. Connie's the producer and host of Activating the Power of Women, 
It's a podcast heard in 156 countries on multiple networks, including the C-Suite Network, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Connie is also the author of four books and has reached thousands of people with her inspiring and practical message for creating a highly satisfying life and business. Yes, we do want both. So with that, Connie, I just want to say welcome. I want you to open up by telling us a little bit about your story. You know, I know the coaching world really well, but you know, and as do you, and some of the challenges that can come with launching a coaching business. But I want you to go back when you first launched your coaching business. Did you have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling? Did you get stuck in any way? Did anything stop you? Let's go there. And I want to hear a little bit about your story and how you launched your coaching business. Absolutely. Wow. You're really taking me back a number of years. I've been doing this almost 12 years. And before I stepped into this field, I mean, I was working for corporations, you know, I was CEO. And when, you know, companies left me and still trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I had a few people, you know, coming to me and saying, Hey, could you help me with this? Could you help me with this? And I thought, you know, maybe there's a job here, maybe there's a career here or a business that I can create. I didn't know what it was. I say through the back door, because I started working with my own coach, my own business coach, Dan Miller, who was just phenomenal. And I remember him saying to me, you've worked and you've led organizations for over 25 years, and you have nothing to say. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm like, Oh, okay, I guess I do. And so then I, you know, I said, okay, I'm a coach. I go through, you know, the certification to, you know, to become a certified coach. And I do all of these personality assessments. So I took some time really creating this list of credentials because I just felt that I just needed that for my own confidence because it was just a new world for me, you know, stepping into that place. I mean, I was coaching in a corporate setting, but now I was doing it as my own business. So the thing about sales or the limiting beliefs for me for sales, I thought, well, you know, I've people know me, you know, I've been an executive. They're just going to call me. I don't need to call anybody. (laughs) And then, you know, the surprise came when my phone wasn't ringing and, you know, and I would even call people or, you know, I wasn't getting the return phone call. And I'm like, like, what's going on? Like, what the <laughs> And I'm like, why have got people like banging on my door to want to work with me? So that was really, for me, an eye opener to say, okay, you need to step out of your little box here and really put yourself out there and start selling. And I've always been a great marketer. I mean, I have a very strong marketing background, but there's a difference between marketing and selling. Marketing, you're letting people know who you are and what you do. But if you want to make money, you need to ask and start putting that out there. Oh my gosh. I have to stop you for a second because marketing is letting people know what you're up to, but then you have to ask. That's a tweetable moment, everybody who's listening. Marketing is putting yourself up there, but then you actually have to ask. So thank you for sharing that because I remember that experience too. I was like, well, I was the president of a $20 million company. Of course, everyone's going to want to work with me, but nobody knew it. Nobody knew my well-kept secret. I was a secret. Who the heck would know? And who? why would they care? <laughs> they were busy, like stuck in their own stuff. So go back, like as you launch the business, and again, you know, I know you've been in the coaching world for 12 years, but 
only a small percentage of coaches make it. I think there's more today because I think there's more coaches helping more coaches. But, in you know, 12 years ago, that I mean, it sounds like you had a great coach, but it took me a while to figure out the coaching business. I could sell just about anything. But when I started to sell myself, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a totally different world. So, Connie, was there a moment where you felt like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm going to make it in this coaching business? A moment that you remember where you either doubled your sales or you just you doubled your clients or you just had this great month where it was a total breakthrough for you? And if so, what did you believe about sales and selling? after that? Well, to get there, there was one thing that kept me going because like I said, I got all these credentials and, you know, and working with Dan, the one thing I remembered with him and he talked about that and he said, you know, everyone around you coaching is not going to be here in five years. He said, you have to keep an eye on. So he drew out on like a blackboard and he drew out, okay, in two to three years, you're just setting the foundation, letting people know who you are and what you do. And then you're going to notch up a little bit in like three to five years. And you're going to be gliding and you're going to be like, okay, things are doing good here. I'm starting to make money. He said, when you hit year like six, seven, he goes, and that's when you're going to take off because you stuck to it. And I always call it stickability. And I even have a sign in my office here that says you can't afford to lose stickability. And I always go, I still today, I always go back to that when I have those months of, oh, I didn't have many sales this month. It's like, okay, you got to stick to it. You got to stick to it. You know, so the specific moment for me is watching that dial on my clock and saying, okay, I know I need to do this to get here, to get here, to get here. And then, you know, and watching that. And it was such a true statement that in year five, I actually had a little break there in between because I got really sick and I was actually down for almost two years. I was really sick. And then when I came back, I gradually started taking those steps again. So I always look at that and, you know, what was that time element? When was it that I really took off? But then, you know, things happen along the way. So, but during all of that, and again, say, what is that specific moment along the way? I can't say there was one, but there were many milestones that kept me going to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. So being sick for two years, that's a significant amount of time. I'm sure a lot happened in that time. What was it like to come back and how did you find your motivation again? That's a really good question because I was sick. I reached out to some other coaches that I knew and I had asked them if they would, you know, take care of clients and sort of kept a little toe in the door, just watching things from behind the scenes, watching things happen. And I remember I was still back in Pennsylvania at the time and there was this luncheon coming up. I mean, I was starting to feel good. I mean, I probably could have stepped back into it six months earlier, but I didn't have that motivation. So this luncheon was coming up and I thought to myself, okay, let's do this. And I remember making sure, you know, I got a new suit. I looked good. And I walked in there because I just didn't know how people were going to react again, you know, seeing me, you know, back out. And it was a bit intimidating for me. So I remember walking in, people just coming to me and saying, where have you been? How are you? You know, and it was just very heartwarming for me, you know, to see that. 
And and part of it too, because you're an entrepreneur and you know, you don't have a lot of people around you as if you were, you know, working in a company where you have, you know, many employees or that would know what happened. But I mean, I basically just like fell off the face of the earth because I was just down. I was sick. Only a few people knew what was going on. But it took me a bit of time to get that momentum back. And like I said, once I did and I started connecting with other people and started, you know, collaborating with some other people on projects. And that really helped me gain my confidence and allow me to step back into that space. Sure. Well, thank you for sharing that story, because I'm sure many people can relate or have things going on right now or, you know, feel like if you get pulled out, like you're not going to be able to make it back in. But you were reminded that people value you. People missed you. And they were grateful to have you back because you have a lot of work to do on the planet. So, yes, and we don't think that, you know, we think, oh, we're, you know, you're out, you're forgotten people, you know, they've moved on. But it's really, you know, it's really not so, you know, maybe you didn't hear from them for a bit of time. But, you know, as soon as they seen me, they reacted, you know, very lovingly. So it was good to step back into it. Beautiful. Well, you made a comment that you're like marketing is super easy for you You said something about marketing. So Connie, I'm asking big today. I hope that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. And you're also a coach. So I know you know a lot of stuff and you (laughs) love helping people. But usually I just ask like, what were the top two sales strategies that you use to double or triple your sales? But I want to go both. I want to know, like when you look back at the trajectory of your business, what are the top two marketing strategies you've deployed? And what are your top two sales strategies? Can you do that for us? Sure, absolutely. Some top two marketing strategies and going back to Dan's comment of, you know, you've been doing this for how long and you have nothing to say. And that was a conversation around, you know, marketing even. And I I was like, yeah, you're right. And I remember like in a week I had a book written. But yeah, it was all about the art of the ask. And the one thing that I learned was having a book you're not going to make a million dollars off a book unless you're, you know, somebody really, really famous. But a book is your calling card. That's your business card. That is your number one marketing tool. And a book doesn't have to be a novel. A book could be something, you know, very simple, 80 pages, just putting your thoughts down the paper, giving your thoughts, giving, you know, some insight of best practices on what you've done. That alone changed everything in terms of my marketing. The second bit of marketing that I did, what I call is creative marketing. And then my marketing master's book is all about that. It's all about creative marketing because you're an entrepreneur. You don't have big marketing budgets. And, you know, and then, of course, you have social media. And I am on social media, but I do not call myself an expert at social media. Mine is creative marketing. That's getting involved, whether it's in your community or it's in an association that you want to be involved with. And why I'm hesitating is because with an association, you want to belong to an association where the people are hanging out that you want to work with. Now you get involved with that association, uh, you know, could be volunteering for something. It could be doing a program for them because that's your target audience. It's a target rich audience. So those two things have always been at the top of my list to getting out and marketing yourself. And again, part of that creative marketing strategy. And again, put yourself out on social media. You got to, you know, 
keep yourself relevant and let people know who you are, what you're doing. And of course, that's where everybody goes now, you know, to that space, looking at that. I remember when I first started out, because again, coming out of corporate, I had a huge staff and people doing things for me. So something like social media, that was like foreign to me because it was like, how do I do this? I don't have no idea. So again, going back to the strategy of meeting people face to face and where they are, that gives you more of an expertise environment to go after those clients that you want to be working with. Brilliant. Thank you. I agree. You know, having a book has been a great door opener for me. And then I continue to write. We could talk about this all day because I think it's such an important topic. But I love that you said it doesn't have to be a long book. It doesn't. I don't know if you're familiar with Price Pritchett's work. He talks about quantum leaps, but his books are, they're not even books. They're like pamphlets, but they look like books and they're super powerful. And he has sold millions and millions of copies of them. And they're like 10 to 12 bucks each. I mean, it like really, you could be creative to, to use your word in terms of how you get a book done or just some kind of a guide that you sell. I'm curious, and I know we have a lot of people who either who are authors or who dream of being an author. What's your best writing tip? You've written numerous books. I have as well. I know we all have our own process, but what helps you get your books done or what do you do to get them out there? So the process of writing, so the books I've written so far have all been built around business and exercises and programs I've done, a lot of the certifications that I've gotten, and I've taken a lot of that material and then, you know, share that in terms of how I've used it and how it's worked for me. Because what I found, and a lot of my expertise is, is working with professional women, because what I have found is that we don't, and especially entrepreneurs don't have the time and they sit and they first look at it and they think, oh my gosh, this is going to be like this painstaking, arduous process of creating something and writing something. And they're trying to come up with new ideas, new content. But you don't need to do that. Step back, look at what you already have, what you already know, and start writing about that, what you already know. Like for me, I do have another book I am working on, but it's taking me longer because this book, it's a combination of business, but I'm telling a lot more of my story. So yeah, it's something I know, but it's hard to know that I'm writing about myself. So there is some delays there. But when it comes, you know, to terms of business and anybody that wants to start, like you said, put a pamphlet out. My very first book, it's a super funny story. My very first book. So I'm doing this thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a coach and get the certification. I get invited to speak at the Called Women's Conference in Georgia. And I'm all excited. It's my first real speaking engagement. And I'm like a little kid and I'm, you know, getting ready. And two days before they call me and say, what size table do you want for your book sales? I'm like, my what? I'm like, my book sales? Are you kidding me? And they're like, oh, yeah, you can have a six foot table, an eight foot table. And I'm like, well, this could be the small one. That'd be fine. So I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? So I put together, it's a pamphlet. But at the time, I thought I just wrote the next great novel. Um, I put this together. I put in, you know, I do a page on daily affirmations and a goal sheet and, you know, and I'm all about quotes and, you know, inspirational messages. So I create pages of that. I called a printer that I knew locally and said, I need this printed. I'll pick it up on the way to the airport. 
ad. So I'm in there like, do you want to prove it? I'm like, no, this is great. I, you know, I, this is awesome. I need a hundred copies. So I go prepared, expecting to pick up this very large box of books and they'll fly it with me on the plane. And I go there and it's like the size of a shoebox. And I'm like, I asked for a hundred copies and they're like, well, yeah, this is a hundred copies. And I'm like, okay, I got to get to the airport. So I'm like, I just grab it and go. I get get to Georgia. I open it up at the hotel and it's just this little pamphlet paperback book. (laughs) And even my name on the front was spelled in Greek. I didn't know that at the time, but when it printed out, it came out that way. (laughs) So I go to the conference and I'm setting up and all of the, you know, the other speakers are there and they have these beautiful tables and I'm like, okay. So I remember passing a florist on the way to the center and I run back to the florist. I get this big centerpiece and tablecloths and all these, you know, fancy stuff for the table. And I go back and I'm decorating the table and I'm hiding the books and like the flowers. <laughs> like, okay, nobody's going to see them. And there's other speaker comes over and, and I have a sign up saying free for the books. So she comes over and she's like, you can't charge free. And I'm like, oh, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm charging free. And so she explains to me, she's like, no, you need to put a value on your book. So she said, put a price on it. So I cross off free and put $5. She crosses off the $5 and puts $10. I sold all 100 copies of that book. Plus I had more orders that to follow up with for people. So that book is still out there on Amazon. And when I do a lot of my women's conferences, I include that with the program. Of course, it's been since edited (laughs) with the correct information. But that continues to be more of a profitable book for me than the other books are. Right. Well, that's such a great reminder. And what's the name of the book in case someone wants to grab it? passion for action. Oh, I love it. Well, who wants to read a long book about being passionate and getting into action? I love that it's short. And what a great, I felt like we, I knew intuitively we were supposed to talk about this today because there's people who are listening, who are sitting on a book, who haven't done anything. It's like, just get started. Yeah. I don't want to run out of time though, Connie. We need to get to your two sales strategies. What are the, the top two sales strategies that you've used in the past that really helped you grow your business? That pick one, I'm picking up the phone and calling people. And we have to do that. But really, whenever I'm working with somebody, I always ask, give me, you know, two to three recommendations. And I always get those recommendations. Now, not all, I don't always work with everyone, but in time, it seems like I do. I have people call me two years later to say, oh, I've held on your card all of this time. I want, I'm ready to work with you now. But I always ask for those follow-up. I always ask for those recommendations. So use that as a strategy. Uh, like I said, picking up the phone and making those phone calls as a strategy. The third one, and a lot of people, again, have a hard time just asking people, hey, you know, this is what I can offer you. And the real important thing is, and again, for me, like I say, I talk about marketing, but over the 12 years, I've really refined and defined who I am and who I help with. So I do still work with a lot of guys, a lot of men. And over the last probably almost two years now, I've taken that same message and really invested my time in working with professional women. 
because a lot of my core audience are in that space where, okay, do I move up? Do I move out? So for me, connecting with them, being associated with organizations like the C-suite network. So I go to their events, I network, I, you know, follow up is a key to sales that people forget to do. You need to follow up with those conversations. So if I had to just condense all of that, one is again, make the ask, follow up and pick up the phone and make a phone call and connect with someone. Yeah. We talk a lot about the idea that just picking up the phone is such a lost art and people are almost surprised when their phone is ringing. But I guarantee if you get a hit that you should call someone, they'll be glad to hear from you. So that is true though. When the phone rings, it's like, oh my God, who is that? I know. (laughs) Is that a robocall? (laughs) It's such a lost art and it's something, it's so easy to do and it's so important in the sales process. Okay. We know, Connie, that you're an expert in transformational leadership, and I want to make sure I give you time to talk about that. So I want to hear about who are the clients that you help, who do you work with, and then what are your best two to three strategies or tips that you can share with us in the area of transformational leadership? Absolutely. So my core group of audience is working with professional women, as I say. The reason why I made that shift for a couple of things. I know our show is trying to keep it because I could really go into a long story. But for a couple of things, I made that shift because I see where women are at a place where it's like, okay, where do I go next? Where do I go from here? And I started having conversations with some friends and some colleagues and some clients that were calling me back and saying, I need to work with you again because they feel that there's a disconnect and where they need to be shifting their life and is staying working in corporate or is it stepping out and being an entrepreneur? Because the one thing I learned and I started doing interviews with these women that there's some core areas that they're looking for. And one is relationships because their greatest fear and it's their greatest fear of losing relationships, but it's also their greatest need. And they also want to have fun So they're the Xers. They're the ones that want to get out into the extreme games. And they also want the experience, objective experience, because it's validating something is good and real and what they're doing. And so, and they also want freedom and, you know, they don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be put into a box and they also want to have time for their family and their community to give back. So when I started doing a lot of that research and that was for the book that I'm working on now, it was really an eye opener for me to say, you know what, I really need to step out and help these women because I was at that place of, you know, losing my confidence, not knowing if I was, you know, what I was going to do next. So losing that confidence and then not knowing what I didn't know. So that's why I stepped back in and I created my transformational masterclass. Uh, In the masterclass, we talk about those core areas that I had just suggested. And again, building out the ways for my clients to really focus really get that clarity and that mindset around who it is that they are and what they want to be doing or where they want to be going next. So when they're able to understand that and get that clarity around that, that's when they can say, okay, this is where I want to go. 
take that leap if it's in corporate or if I want to go out and build my entrepreneurial business, but have those strategies in place because that's really the sweet spot that I work in is between the upper out space. But if you don't have your strategies, if you want to go out and if you don't have those strategies and those strategies include creating a marketing, creating sales strategies, creating that that financial pocket of money that you need if you're going to be stepping out and doing that. And then the other strategy is, again, being very clear on who you are as a person, as an individual, and where do you want to go next. So we take a look at all of the strategies. We go very deep in each of those areas, in each of those selected areas. So this way that gives them the abilities, the tools, the courage, and the confidence to say, yes, I can do this, and I'm going to step out, and I will achieve and make this happen. Wow. Thank you so much. Very inspiring. And we all need to be thinking about those areas and what's next for us and where we're feeling stuck, which is a perfect segue because Connie, I know you have a gift for a few of our listeners. So please share that gift with us and where we can find you, how we can connect with you, both your website, email, and also on social media. Absolutely. So social media, you could just look for Connie Fife. And it's P-H-E-I-F-F. But even if you spell it wrong, you can find me. My gift to the first three people who respond to this, I am going to give you a 30-minute coaching session. And in that 30 minutes, I will go over everything with you from where you're at now, where do you want to be, and we'll talk about those strategies to help you get there. So all in 30 minutes, I'd be glad to share that. So our website is, and we are rebuilding it right now, I'm so excited, it's BeUnstoppableTogether.com. And on the website, you're going to find so much information there about the coaching. You're going to meet other women that are in our masterclass because, again, as I said, these women want relationships. They want to be part of a community. They want to be connected with like-minded people like them. And that's what our community is all about. And that's BeUnstoppableTogether.com. Correct. And Connie, where would we find your books? And you can find my books on Amazon.com, Passion for Action, The Art of the Ask. And then there's a compilation to that, The Art of the Ask. It's a workbook full of telephone scripts and sponsorship campaigns and ways to make those sales. And then the other is Marketing Masters, Get Into the Groove. I like to have fun. (laughs) Marketing Masters, Ready, Set, Grow Your Market. So they're all on Amazon.com. And Connie, so for someone who's thinking, gosh, I'd like to take advantage of this 30 minute coaching session. How would I know it's for me? Like what kind of challenges might I be having now? Where might I be stuck? Like how would someone know to reach out to you? Well, the best way to know is if you're asking yourself the question, you know, where do I go next? Or if you have any doubts of like the one woman I'm working with, she has an opportunity to take a promotion in her company. And her doubts are that she does not feel worthy enough for the promotion. So if you have any self doubts at all, reach out to me. Awesome. Well, thank you for being so generous with our community. Thanks for answering all my questions today and for being here, Connie. We so appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I want to thank all of our listeners again, all over the world. We hear you. We appreciate you. If there's anything I can do for you, please email me at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. If you haven't been to the sales with an S salescoachnow.com website, definitely go there. Take advantage of our new 
webinar, The Authentic Sales Formula, an entrepreneur's guide to serving more clients without being pushy or salesy. Definitely go there. It's a $497 value. It's our gift to you. I guarantee you, if you spend an hour on that webinar, you're going to live with two or three nuggets on how to grow your business. And also, I'd love to partner with you or your team on your next event, conference or sales training session. So you can go to Ursula Menchus, U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S or salescoachnow.com to see all of our latest keynotes and training programs. And we also can bring our signature two-day course sales camp to your sales team. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.